Jara Supply Chain. Highlighting and showcasing solutions for the most complex challenges. Facing the industry in 21st century by our team of subject matter experts and mentors. Broadcasting every week all year round, we will present the most up-to-date series of podcasts and webinars. Hello and welcome to another episode of Bichara Supply Chain, the podcast. This is Norhadi, your host, and today we can talk about overcome the challenge of planning in today's environment. And we have very special guest here with me now, uh, Chad Smith. He is a partner at Demon Driven Institute. So thank you for joining us, Chad, and welcome to Bichara Supply Chain. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure to be here with you. Okay, so before we start, in, can you please tell us a bit about your professional background and also the Demand Driven Institute? Sure. Uh, I got my start in supply chain in 1995. Uh, I had the occasion to meet a special person by the name of Dr. Ellie Goldratt. Uh, many people would know him from the best-selling book, The Goal. Uh, I went to work for him and then with him for several years. Then I uh, started my own consulting operation. Uh, I got into software, uh, a software company with uh, the group of partners that I started my consulting entity with. And we consistently ran into the same challenges over and over and over again. And that led us to begin to articulate certain types of solutions that would become what we would call demand-driven uh, under the name demand driven. And then I, you know, had the occasion to meet Carol Patak. Uh, I'd known her for many years before we started to work together, but yeah, uh, I, I had the opportunity to write one book with her and that kind of just fostered a, a really good partnership where we seemed to, she, she really understood the, the problem in depth. I, uh, had been working on the solution side. So the rest is kind of history. We founded the Demand Driven Institute in 2011. Um, and then, you know, we've written, we continue to collaborate and write together. And then uh, we have our uh, professional endorsement uh, exams. We have a professional endorsement training education around the world. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm delighted to be here, delighted to, to talk more about Demand Driven or the challenges that demand driven is trying to address. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wonderful. So um, my, my first question is about the planning itself, Chad. So uh, because uh, many organizations are still struggling with how to make a proper planning and it soon leads to future loss of sales, for example. So what is your view about this situation? Well, I think first of all, people need to understand, I think, from the very get-go, uh, we can trace the roots of, you know, conventional planning all the way back to the late 1950s when the availability of computers fostered the, an idea, right, that we could replace mm-hmm. teams and teams of people in procurement and we could we could be very precise about things. We could give a high-level demand and we could calculate all the way through and we could be uh, we could give dates and quantities and we would have nothing left over. And so there's always been this love affair with precision in planning. 
And I think the biggest problem, or certainly one of the biggest problems we have today, is that continued love affair with precision. We are looking for the best number. And mm -hmm. if, the, if that number isn't right, then we'll look for the next best number. Mm -hmm. And so we, you know, our, our kind of basic philosophy is don't be precisely wrong, be yeah. approximately right. Problem is, is most conventional planning systems, they don't allow you to be precisely right, or excuse me, they don't allow you to be approximately right because yeah. they only take a precise input. Mm -hmm. Any input you put into most MPS or MRP linked yeah. systems, it will never be right. Mm -hmm. And we just replace it with the next wrong number over and over and over again. Yeah. We've, uh, tightly coupled everything together without understanding how to build systems that can be mm -hmm. approximately right, that can, it can absorb variability, can be flexible um, because everything is all about being precisely wrong, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. Okay. Wonderful. So can, can you please tell us, so um, what is your recommendations and how to overcome this challenge? Well, if, first of all, we have to we have to understand that there are critical flaws in the way that we approach planning and the way mm -hmm. that the systems, the way that we've coded the systems to approach planning. Yeah. And one of the key aspects of that is you can't be uh, approximately right if everything is tied together, starting with a uh, a single wrong number. And, you know, if you think about the fact that any anyone in SNOP today yeah. will tell you that SNOP, good SNOP, is always about ranges, right? Mm -hmm. we, we are talking about this could happen or this could happen or we could be here or we could be there. Why? Because the future is always about ranges. It's always about potential, right? What could and could not happen. Yeah. The problem is, is that, then, then what we're left with is we can't take that uh, range. We can't take that range of prediction. We can't put it into our planning systems. Why? Because our planning systems require a single wrong number to start the process. Mm -hmm. And from there, it rolls downhill. So one of the things that we're trying to tell people is you, you have to be able to address why the systems can't handle it, why they can't translate yeah. to a range. Mm -hmm. And one of the one of the most primary things that we do is we use what's called decoupling points. Decoupling points are strategic points and they break that tightly wound or coupled series of precisely wrong numbers and allow natural accumulation of variability, mm -hmm. both in terms of demand and supply variability, to occur mm -hmm. so that we can we can um, you know, absorb that variability and actually respond to actual, to, to how things actually work. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think the, the, the answer to the question is very simple is we have to fix these deficiencies in the way that we approach planning, the way that our systems approach yeah. planning. And it starts, mm -hmm. it starts with decoupling points. Awesome. And then, uh, talking about these, uh, demand driven approach. So, um, can it be applying to any kind of industry or only specific to like a manufacturing environment? 
Well, demand-driven, it can translate across industries. In fact, I've personally been involved in a wider range of industries and applied it in a wide Mm -hmm. array of industries, everywhere from engineer to order to, uh, you know, consumer products, uh, you know, where you're talking about a mass make to stock and and distribution uh, profile. Now, it's not that these demand-driven works the same way, but different elements of it are more valuable in different industries versus the other, right? So for an ETO industries, mm-hmm. you know, for instance, I've worked on it with offshore drilling platforms where you have 110,000 components, 27 layered uh, bill of material where demand driven, particularly with regard to DDMRP, where it's really valuable, where these decoupling points are valuable, you're going to find it down lower in the bill of material, um, common components, uh, materials, things like that. But you're protecting that build uh, against supplier variability, which, of course, when you're bringing 110,000 components together, um, that's the real problem. <laughs> it's it's yeah. integration, integration, mm-hmm. integration. It only takes one part to, to block everything. When you're over on consumer products, it's the lack of synchronization between demand variability and the asset base. And typically that's provided uh, or well, it's it's created by the use of long freeze durations, and we're pushing our assets farther away from actual demand mm-hmm. because we're, we're we're loading them with forecasts, and the the longer the forecasts are, the the bigger di- the disparity between our cumulative lead times and our customer tolerance times, the longer the planning horizons we have to use. The longer the planning horizons, the worse the forecast error. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Demand-driven, the, the the idea of decoupling points works in every industry that I've that I've been involved in. It just works in a different manner or in a different position. Yeah. Okay. So um, yeah. Thanks for sharing with us, Chad. Um, see you and goodbye. Excellent. Thank you very much. At Vichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share Vichara Supply Chain. And stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.vicharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.